So I'm going to be honest with you guys. Probably the most valuable tool that I can give you isn't a new accent or to completely change the way you talk. That's not something I could do because there's going to be moments where things actually do sound natural, but that's in reality not the hard part. The hard part is the consistency. How do you take the things that you learn and then use them consistently every day, every time you talk? That's the real challenge, right? And so I think in this profession, I think the most valuable thing I can give to my students is the ability to detect when their accent isn't doing the things that they want and to make adjustments. And so today, just, I just want to go over a quick technique that you can use in your own speech so that way you can find out where are these moments that are causing you to sound the least natural so then you can then adjust it. Because I can't do the talking for you. I can't hold your hand every single day at all moments. But I can at least help you have the right thought process to keep in mind when you do talk. Good morning, guys. Good evening. Good afternoon. This is our daily American English pronunciation show. Wake up, American. We're here Monday through Friday, right around 8 a.m. New York, to spend 5, 10 minutes together. Just going over pronunciation exercises to help you achieve the American English accent that you are looking for. To guide you in this process, there is me. Hello. My name is Jeff. It rhymes with breath. That is one of the four keys to a natural sound in American English. Clue, placement, pitch, breath, and trying to weaken your consonant sounds. These things are all the things that you need to make anything sound natural. I'm, I'm much less worried about what you're doing with your lips and your mouth. I know a lot of other teachers are. I'm not. I'm much more interested in what are you doing from here on because the reality is that, um, like, all this stuff is, is nice, but if your core sound, if you can't produce a sound correctly through here, it has no shot of ever sounding natural through here. Lots of people stopping by to say, hey, I appreciate that. Hello to Manuel. Hello to Mila. Hello to Noma. And hello to a new name. Thank you for stopping by, all of you. Hope you guys are all doing well on this Thursday. Okay. So what is this strategy? Well, I want to take a look at a word to use as an example for this. So let's look at this word here. This word is noon. And by the way, guys, if you want to listen to this on audio. We also have a podcast version. I'll make a podcast version of today's episode and many other episodes as well. If you go to fluentamerican.com slash podcast. Uh, so just a note on that in case you want to take me everywhere you go. That is another option for you. Um, but again, fluentamerican.com slash podcast. Now, this word noon has a couple of things that can be very, very tricky. Hello to Matia. Always good to see you. So this word noon has a couple of issues or potential issues for students. The first issue is potentially the ooh sound. Okay, so whenever you have a word that you're practicing saying, where we want to start is we want to start with the vowel. The vowel is the heart. Okay, nothing else can live if your vowel's not working. So we need to make sure that we are pronouncing a very clear ooh sound. I know Milad's here. Milad and I spend a lot of time talking about the ooh sound in our uh, small group coaching. <laughs> Um, so this ooh sound, just try to make that really quick. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I encourage you also to record yourself and compare how you just sounded to how I sound. Because if you're saying something like, ooh, or ooh, or ooh, you know, these are not the sounds we're going for. We are going for ooh, ooh, okay? One of the things you may also notice, I encourage you to look at yourself in the mirror when you're doing this, okay? So when I'm saying ooh, watch my lips, ooh, ooh, what you might be doing is you might be doing something like ooh, ooh, or ooh, 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 you know, getting a lot of tension through your lips and your jaw, a lot of movement. So in the mirror, as you make that sound, do you see a lot of movement going on? That's not necessarily a problem. Does it, This is a very universal vowel, so there's a great chance your first language has this ooh sound, but it probably has a, a slightly different sound. It might sound like some of those later examples I gave, okay? Whereas American English sounds more like, ooh, ooh. So what we want to do is, first, we want to try to lower the placement. Okay, so if you're like, oh, I'm not doing that same sound Jeff is. Well, we have to, this is the, the very first step. We need to get our vowel at the right placement. So some of you can try doing, you try doing steps like, ooh, 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 okay? A very interesting, so... Olivier mentions a very great point. When you move your lips forward, it sounds more French. Exactly. A lot of, for instance, Romance languages, when they're making the ooh sounds, what do they do? There tends to be a lot of lip flaring, so the lips move forward. And they may also round, so like ooh, 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 or sounds like that. Whereas in American English, we're trying to keep the placement down. And so what happens for a lot of students is if they use their first language ooh sound, they then switch back to their first language placement. And we want to try to avoid that because American English has a different placement. We're not projecting up here or up here. We're projecting lower. Okay. So this is a very key thing, especially for vowel sounds that are the same in your first language. Those tend to be the hardest because you're used to pronouncing them a certain way. So we start off with the vowel. <clears throat> we start off moving the placement down. Okay, if you found the steps to be difficult, so like ooh, 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 ooh. If you find that to be hard, another thing you could do is you could tr try dragging it. It's like ooh. We usually don't want the very bottom. We usually want something that's closer to the bottom, though. So, for instance, what you can try doing is dragging it down again and then try to repeat one of those lower positions. So like ooh, 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 ooh. As I do this, you're going to notice me using my hands a lot um, because the body, your body, your hands, it's all tied. Everything's tied together. So this can help you improve your speech, actually, by getting your body more involved. So I encourage you when you move that, when you do the steps down or when you drag down, use your hand as well. Start high and then move it down. It's like, ooh. The other thing that we want to make sure we're doing, so that's the first step, is... Just trying to find the right placement. The next next thing we need to do is make sure we have the right breath. Okay, so what we can do is let's take our fists. Let's put them on the sides of our stump. We're going to breathe in. So breathe in. And then breathe out. Let's do that again. This time add an ooh sound. So breathe in. And ooh. You can hear the breath keeps rolling. For those of you who speak Romance languages, a lot of Asian languages and things like that, we need to keep the breath rolling because your languages have a tendency to cut the breath as soon as the vowel is done. It's like, for instance, if I say the word ooh three times, ooh, ooh, 
in a lot of romance languages, it ends up sounding something more like ooh, 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 where it just dies, 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 ooh, versus ooh. Do you hear how it kind of just like softens out in American English and the breath kind of enters? We're, we want to have very soft endings where the breath gets extended. So just a note there. And in fact, this ties in great with this question here. Do we have to feel something in our chest while speaking English or it vibrates on your throat only? I'm not worried about the throat vibration. Your vocal cords, everyone has vocal cords here. You know, when you make a vowel sound, your vocal cords are going to vibrate. That's how you make a vowel. I'm not talking about vocal cords. What we're interested in is we're interested in diaphragm. Your diaphragm is your organ beneath your lungs, kind of like down here. That's live, for instance, if you take, um, if you breathe in and you can feel your stomach expand, and then when you breathe out, everything contracts. You want to have that sort of contraction. So this is the next step. We talked about placement. We now are talking about the diaphragm. As you speak in American English, you want your stomach contracting and moving in. Okay, so that's the second step that you can do to find out. So let's go back to our word noon. Okay, and we're like, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this word right. Okay, so if you're not sure if you're pronouncing this word right, do that ooh sound. Maybe now you're feeling a little bit more comfortable with the ooh. It's like ooh. So now what we need to do is we need to add one of these consonant sounds. Let's start with the first N. So can you say for me, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. If you find that you're saying, oh no, oh no, well, you, do you hear the shift? Do you hear that your vowels aren't the same? Or if you hear that you're doing like, oh no, oh no, oh no. That's not the same either, right? I want it to sound like, oh, no, oh, no. I want my vowels to be the same on either side. That's my goal. So if you detect a change at all, that's a sign that something is not working. Okay? It can also work the other way. So maybe you can say, oh, no, but maybe you have a hard time saying, oh, and un. So take off the first N, keep the last N. Can you say, oh, un, oh, Un, 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 un. Or are you saying something like un, un? Well, that's different, right? Or maybe you're saying un, un, like un, un. What's happening? My placement's going high. Okay, but I want to stay in the same spot. I want to keep my placement low. So it's like un. So then. If I can get that okay, we can move on to the full words like ooh, no, noon, ooh, no, noon, ooh, no, noon, ooh, no, noon. That's our progression. Let's now take this to a sentence level. So, all those steps in mind, we're trying to keep track of our breath, we're trying to keep track of our placement, and everything like that. Let's apply this to a sentence. All right, so let's take a look at this example sentence here. Oh, people saying, hey, Aral's back. Great to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Pleasure to see you. Okay. Lavia says, because when I speak in English, something is off, but I don't sound French at all. It sounds American, but a little bit off. Let me guess my native language. My guess is it's probably a placement. Without hearing you, 
It's hard to know for sure, but my guess is just a displacement thing. Hello also to One Punch. They're stopping by. All right, so let's imagine that we have this sentence here. Let's say that I say something like this. The school closes at noon on Thursday. And I'm like, hmm, something sounded a little bit weird, but I don't know what. Let's do it again. The school closes at noon on Thursday. The school closes at noon on Thursday. Something is a little bit off, but I don't know what. So what you can do is kind of similar to our strategies here. Let's drag everything out, and let's see if anything happens to our placement. So the school closes at noon on Thursday. Oh, ah, now I have an idea what's wrong. The school closes at noon on Thursday. Do you hear the issue? Do you hear how my placement just skyrockets? It goes so high on the word noon. The school closes at noon. No. As soon as I feel that go up. At noon. At noon. I needed to say at noon. At noon. I need to keep the placement stable. So we're going to go slow. And let's see if we can level it out. The school closes at noon. Let's see here. I tried to adjust it. Let's try again. The school closes at noon on Thursday. Okay, now we're level. Now we're level. Now our placement's staying a lot more stable. So that's something you can do. You can practice what we just talked about for the word noon. Okay, all the, the breakdown of the placement and the vowel and the, the breath. And then take a sentence and try to see if you can identify the places where maybe your placement's going high. I can let you know already, there's a couple sounds I want you to watch out for. Before we get to those sounds that you want to always watch out for because they can raise your placement, I just want to highlight one thing. Below this video, you may have seen a membership option. What that basically means is you can watch every single day one of our sessions. You know, we have a small group coaching class. Some of the members from that are actually here. Several of them are. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we meet twice a day for 30 minutes. And all these exercises that we're doing, that's kind of what we're doing <laughs> in the this, this small group class. It's not even lying. It's the same exact thing. So if you want to actually get some ideas about pronunciation exercises in a lot more detail than we can do on these streams, that small group coaching option is great, but maybe you're not ready to commit to that. Maybe you just kind of want to get the information and practice on your own. That's fine too. We have an option for you on YouTube that you may enjoy. Hey guys, if you're enjoying our pronunciation videos and you're actually finding that your pronunciation is getting better just by using our videos, then I have an opportunity for you that you might like even more. We have a group coaching program called Mission English where we meet Monday through Friday two times a day. That's a big commitment, and not everyone wants to be on screen or use a microphone, but there are still people who just find value from watching the videos. If that sounds like you, this is your opportunity. With our new membership level on YouTube, you'll be able to watch all of our previous Mission English classes that are available on YouTube, and you'll be able to chat with us live for every other Mission English class that occurs in the present. So if you want to check out Mission English, but you don't want to appear on screen, you don't want to pay the full price, you just want to watch 
the videos to use them to study, this is your opportunity. All you need to do is click memberships and check out that $5.99 option per month. I'm excited to start working with you. So again, you can get all that information twice a day for 30 minutes with our small group class and get to watch them if you remember. The letters that I want you to always be watching out for when you're speaking in English, because these are the letters that cause people to really raise their placement and block a lot of breath, are these consonant sounds right here. I'm going to give you just some real quick tips before I head out. So for the L sound, in general, I recommend students actually make a dark L. Some people are taught to make a light L, you know, at the beginning of words and things like that, which is fine. That can work. But I recommend when you're making L sounds, try doing the tip of your tongue down. It's like when you say, instead of saying light, try saying light with the tip of your tongue down. Or inst instead of saying like level with the tip of your tongue high, try saying level with the tip of your tongue down. For the R sound, you want to make sure that you're not making it too tight. A lot of people are taught the American R is very strong, which I don't like to use the word strong. I like to say it's present. You need to hear it, but you don't want it to dominate. So it's not like, Rrr. be a lot lighter. Let more air through, please. Lower your placement. It's more Rrr than Rrr. Okay. For the letter N, the letter N, because it's a nasal sound, that is, the air moves through your nose instead of your mouth. Some people think the placement also goes through your nose, but no, keep the placement down. Okay, even though the air is going to go through your nose, don't say like on. It's more on. Okay, we're keeping the placement down for the N. The other thing I would say is it may be helpful, kind of like the L, to keep the tip of your tongue down against the bottom of your mouth. It's like on, on. That's in my tongue down against the bottom of my mouth. And the last thing is for the letter B. The reason the letter B is an issue is because P's and B's, they make you pop open your mouth. If you're not careful, they're called plosives, like buh, buh. But the reality is these B's are, again, very, very light because we're worried about vowel sounds, not consonant sounds. So don't exaggerate the movement with the B. Try to just do more buh, 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 not buh, buh. Very light contact um, with your lips or your tooth in your lip. Okay, so ba ba ba. It's not ba ba ba. It's ba ba ba. If you're using like a schwa sound, for example. All right, guys, I do, do need to run. I do thank you for spending some time in your day with me. Look, there's a million pronunciation resources out there. So the fact that you turned into us for some guidance is greatly appreciated. Once more, my name is Jeff. It runs a breath. It's one of the four keys to your pronunciation. Thank you guys for being with me. We will be back tomorrow morning on Friday giving you some more tips for American English and Wake Up American. Take care, guys. Have a good day. Have a good night. Have a good afternoon.